0: Praise the Lord, everybody. Let's all stand together. Are you excited to have church tonight? It is the last night of Camp West. I say we I say we do what apostolic young people do best. And I say we open this service tonight, giving glory unto God worshiping his beautiful name inviting him into this house I want God to move, hallelujah and I know he can and I know he will, hallelujah, would you help me worship him one more time this evening as we open this last service of Camp West 2019 Lord we praise you and we give you glory, we invite your wonderful presence into this place oh come on somebody, make a joyful noise unto the rock of your salvation God we ask you to have your way, move in a miraculous way this evening lord this is your house and we are your people and we're declaring good things tonight we're expecting lord miracles tonight i want to see a move of the holy ghost and i know it's going to happen i feel the anointing in this house lord i pray that you would break every yoke of bondage that you would remove every fetter and let it fall into pieces we rebuke the enemy we bind the devil as your presence comes into this house oh come on somebody clap your hands all you people Shout unto God with a voice of triumph. We love you, Lord. We love you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I feel victory in the house. His train fills the temple. He's a God of victory. Oh, let's worship him. Let's worship him. Let's worship him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, put your hands together, young people. Anybody come to have church tonight? Come on, give Him praise. You know the song, lift your voice and shout it out. Here we go. We need
1: expectation. Come on, lift it up. Desperate for revelation. We want to see it, Jesus. We want to see your will be done. Say, give us a glimpse of glory. Give us a glimpse of glory. Going afresh on glory. Your hands together. Do what you want to do. So this is what we say. Come on. Like, like a rushing mighty win. Come on, do you believe it can be like the upper room in this place? Holy Ghost, come and fill this place. Holy Ghost, come and fill this room. Hallelujah. Say, come on, put those hands together. God, we're hungry for you. God, we're desperate for your presence
0: tonight. Hallelujah. Come on, say, freedom, say. moving ahead in freedom. Nothing can stop your
1: kingdom. Faithful, rise. Come on, let your faith rise. It feels good in this room right now. Come on, with your hands, let's just sing it. Break every chain, God. every shot it Speak to me, Jesus. Come on, move, the atmosphere. the atmosphere all of heaven. He does here and do, do what you want to do. So to say, Kaboom. just come move, come move, move, come on, is that your prayer tonight?
0: Come, on, move. come and move, Jesus. Come on, moving ahead in freedom. Come on, say
2: Moving
0: ahead in freedom. Hands
1: Jesus. Come on, is that your prayer tonight? Break every chain and Break every single chain and shack. And was like, I lift up the name of Jesus. i too cute to be name of Jesus. Look cute, might delete later. Don't know. no. The Bible says that He danced with all of His might. So when I feel the Spirit of God come into a room like I feel it right now, and I think of what He's done for me, when the Spirit of the Lord comes on my heart, I dance like David danced. When the on my heart. I will dance like that. Help me say when the Spirit of the Lord Lord comes Lord. on my heart.
3: One more time, could we clap our hands unto the Lord? Give about five people a high five and say it might get crazy in here tonight. In Camp West 2019 been phenomenal. <laughs> Do I have any young people that will say woo-hoo? It's been good. Well, you can be seated. That we would like to appreciate that have worked tirelessly to make 2019 camp west a success and um, first and foremost hasn't the food been wonderful <clears throat> Sister Sonia Hernandez, where are you at? Where's your staff at? Would they come in with you? Would you give her a hand? Would you give this staff a hand? They are miracle workers. They're just like Jesus. They make a way where there seems to be no way. They, they got a food order in late on Monday afternoon. What was it, like 4 o'clock, 4.30 when the food got here? I thought, oh man, we're going to have to have service without anything to eat. And if this team, if they were not putting out trays of lasagna in a matter of moments. And was it good or was it good? One more time, could you give this crew a hand clap? For all those that helped in the kitchen. We have counselors, everyone. We've pitched in and it has made Camp West a success. Thank you so very much. We appreciate you and this would not be a success without you. Amen. One more time, would you give them a hand? You can be seated. I would like to definitely recognize someone else that uh, without their labor uh, we definitely would not have a good camp and that is our principal Jeremy Brock would you give Jeremy Brock a hand Woo-hoo! come on some of you shout you to man And Sister Brock, wave your hand, Sister Brock. Somebody shout, "You, the man, woman." Amen. And uh, all of their all of their working committee. Uh, if you're here, would you stand? Wave your hand so we know who you are. Luis Rosales and Sister Rosales. Seth Shoemake and Sister Shoemake how about Chad Bradley and Sister Bradley CJ Casey in the house along with Joe Mays Could we give him a hand? This working committee has worked tirelessly, and uh, we could not do it without them. Amen. One more time, would you give them a hand? How about Sister Melody Weddegreen and the music team, all of the musicians and singers? What a tremendous job this week. We appreciate you so very much. And um, also James and Amy Dotty work in the Snack Shack. Somebody say woo-hoo. Amen. You can be seated. By way of announcement, um, I would um, like to announce Camp West. 2020. You don't want to miss this. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, you need to be there. July 6th through the 10th, our night speaker will be uh, Pastor Nathaniel Urshan. And um, if you are between the ages of 17 and 20, say, that's me. That's me. All right. All right. Would you stand if you're between the ages of 17 and 20? This means next year you are going to be between the ages of 18 and 21. And, uh, ooh. And next year we have some phenomenal things in store for all of you, and you do not want to miss. Uh, we have some exciting things planned for college and career. There will be innovative age-specific day trips planned on tuesday and thursday next year and you do not want to miss this it's going to be unlike any other camp that you have ever heard of and say so i need to be there for that you are going to be vip <laughs> We're planning an exciting camp next year You can be seated And uh, we're looking forward to it Tremendously And everybody say "Amen." Amen Another announcement Monterey Sports Center Tonight There's going to be some basketball taking place. Uh, I don't know, staff. They don't sound very excited about that. We do need to remember to bring non-scuff shoes. Also, there are going to be activities for those that basketball is just not your thing. We have a lot planned, and it's going to be a tremendous amount of fun, turn to your neighbor and say neighbor, it's going to be great the Monterey Sports Center, uh, immediately following service, you're going to change and meet at gate 4 and uh, please wear no scuff shoes, for all of those that will be traveling beside uh, in another form or fashion than the bus the address is 301 East Franklin Street Monterey, California. And that's the Monterey Sports Center. All right. Somebody say, All right. right. We've got through all of that. Now, this is a very unique camp, in that I don't know of any other camp in all of the world that is an apostolic camp which has five different organizations involved and 34, I believe, 34 different churches. And that is very unique in the sense that um, we come together and we can have a tremendous camp with people of precious-like faith. Everybody say amen to that. Also, we are having this camp in lovely Monterey, California. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor. Neighbor. That's not cheap. cheap. Which means we need to support the Monterey Camp, Camp West, uh, for future camps in order to keep the tuition at an affordable price. And uh, that's where we're asking everyone to pitch in and help us to support the Monterey camp. And everybody say amen to that. Um, Once again, I think it is last night's service. How can we put a price tag? on what took place just in last night's service, the breakthroughs that have taken place in each and every individual life. And that's what this, uh, this camp is all about. It's the spiritual strength and development of all of our young people that is also a benefit to the local church and pastor. And every, everyone say amen and we cannot put a price tag on that. So therefore, I believe it is needful for everyone to pitch in and support the Monterey camp. Uh, Just to have these facilities is $21,000, just to begin with. And so uh, that's not counting all of our other expenses. And I know that there are people that are prepared to help and to give. Do I have anyone that would, um, that would raise their hand and say, I'll give $1,000 toward the Monterey camp to help it to be a success in the future? Really quick, Brother Bradford, sis, can you shout your name out? Sister Darla, um, anyone else, $1,000, thank you, thank you, Brother Caputo in the back, uh, Bishop Wilson, and also Brother Morton in Chico, thank you so very much, um, my good friend, Brother Wilmeth, my good friend, uh, Brother Allard, um, uh, Two more in the back. Brother Hood, good to see you back there. Uh, Brother Hood, Brother Parks, thank you. Brother Parks in Selma, thank you so very much. Uh, Fairfield will be giving $1,000 toward the support of Camp West. Amen. Really quick, anyone else, anyone that can give $500 toward the support of the future of our young people what's taking place here amen if you'll give a hundred dollars would you stand thank you thank you brother if you'll give twenty dollars would you stand amen if you give five dollars would you stand and remain standing If you, if you have a dollar come on 50 cents somebody in the house has got 50 cents turn to your neighbor and say neighbor do you have 50 cents that I can borrow so I can stand for this offering Could we all stand as the ushers come forward? All right. Now this is what we need to do. Since there are so many people that are coming to give tonight, to keep from creating such a tremendous traffic jam, we're all going to march out to our right. And we're all going to march past the offering pan and that way you can get back into your seats. So if you don't march, people are going to have to climb over you, and it's going to be awkward. So we all need to march and bring an offering unto the Lord. Thank you, dear God, for this opportunity that we have to give to you. Thank you for Camp West. Thank you for the breakthroughs that you have provided for us. Thank you for the increase. Thank you for the spiritual development. I ask that your blessing and your favor be upon this offering. In Jesus' name, would you march out to the right and bring your offering unto the Lord.
1: I trust. trust, I trust in you. Come on, give believe that tonight. Hallelujah. I, I trust, trust you, Jesus. Come on, it up, Father, I will you. trust in you. hand of God is in this room to meet you he's a God of miracles and he's walking these aisles right now come on if you've got a need just lift it up God I trust you even when I cannot see you I trust you God even when I don't know what's going on you're in control
4: Every hand raised in the house right now. Come on, from the front to the back, from side to side. Every young person in the building, would you just lift up your hands? This is the last night of Camp West, and if I were you, I would get absolutely everything out of this service that I could get. We're about to bring the preacher to the floor. Brother Drew has ushered us into the presence of God, but one more time. I want you young people to lift up your hands as the praise team gets ready to sing it one more time. Would you lift up your hands, lift up your voice and offer up a sacrifice of praise, offer up a sacrifice of worship. Come on, the Holy Ghost is in this place right now. I feel the presence of God moving in this house. i Of the hand right now, if it's appropriate, young person, will you just lift up their hand towards heaven, and would you just begin to pray like you've never prayed? Come on, get a hold of God like you've never got a hold of God. We're getting in one mind and one accord tonight. That's it. That's it, come on, pray for a breakthrough in the Holy Ghost. Pray for revival. Pray that your life would be changed forever. seconds. Come on, get everything you can get. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Someone just shout hallelujah in this place. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Put your hands together. turn to your seats please remain standing thank you praise team thank you brother Morton for leading us in worship this evening I feel as if amen we have been primed amen, when we are ready to receive the preaching amen as you're returning to your seats it was uh, it came to my attention that we needed to do something before we brought brother marks to the pulpit tonight Amen. And that is that we want to thank our nurse, Brother Sean Pettis from Bakersfield. Amen. He did a great job this week, helping us with those duties. Thank you, Brother Sean. And we also, Brother Brock came to me in the middle of worship service. He said, Brother Allard, would you please thank the steering committee that is under the leadership and the direction of, amen, our very own Brother Shane Golden. Let's give the steering committee and the chairman of the steering, the steering committee a hand tonight. Appreciate their vision, amen, and their leadership with this camp. Amen. I don't know about you, but I've heard so many stories of, of young people being touched in this service, amen, or in this camp. I was talking to some of you young people from Tracy this afternoon, and I said, what was your favorite service? And you said, that you looked at me and you said, Pastor... Last night, Brother Marks preached a message that forever changed my life. Amen. This is a a life-changing camp. Amen. And if your life has not been changed already, it's going to be changed tonight. Brother Marks, we want you to come preach. Take your liberty. God bless you. Good to have you.
5: Let's give the Lord another hand clap of praise. Everybody. Clap your hands and give God praise. Hallelujah. I'd like to also, as an addendum to what has already been said, um, all of the ministry that's here will back me on this. Um, Good worship and good music makes all the difference. We've had phenomenal music um, this week, and um, we thank every musician and every service leader. Young people, could we just give all these musicians and sing? Fantastic. And um, um, the altar call makes all the difference, and they've just flowed and worked so uh, capably Easily and so skillfully, and um, we thank God for them. We thank God for all of you young people. And I count it a privilege anywhere and everywhere, and whether it's one there are many of you here today that we have had that kind of encounter, whether it be one or several thousand. I'm always, um, always, I always feel very blessed and I'm always very eager to invest in young people. Praise God. How many, some of you older folks here tonight Are you thankful when you were younger to somebody invested in you and believed in you? Um, Amen. There There were definitely some people early on in my life that took to me and took time for me and believed in me, and they believed in me when I didn't believe in myself, and that made all of the difference so you young people please know tonight that we we believe in you and um, we are confident that God is going to use each and every one of you somewhere in the harvest field in a, in a very profound way praise God amen I'd like to turn your attention to two portions of Scripture. I'd like to start in Luke chapter 16. Um, Whoever was responsible for um, the invitation, um, however all that happens and takes place, um, I'm very humbled, and thank you for your confidence in us believing in us enough to invite us to fill this desk and speak into the lives of your young people. It's also been a double honor this week to have my family with me and um, to watch my children um, in this meeting be able to receive from the Lord and have my partner with me, my wife, best friend, and I love her very much, just in a few days we're going to celebrate being married 20 years, praise God, and I know, I know you're thinking, man, didn't you get, did you get married at 10, no, I was a little older than 10, It's a little bit older than 10, um, uh, I was 18, and um, I know that scares some of you to death right now, but um, My wife um, decided to find somebody that she could just, well, actually, she just picked up where my mom left off. and She's attempted to finish raising me. I don't know how all that's worked out, but here we are anyways. Praise God. Luke chapter 16, verse number 20, and there was a certain beggar named Lazarus. Two words here that I'd like you to repeat. After me, someone say certain and say Lazarus. This certain beggar by the name Lazarus was laid at his gate. Well, there's some preach there at his gate, full of sores. He had so become to identify with his problems. It was no longer just a gate. It had become his gate. And desiring to be fed with the crumbs which fell from the rich man's table. Moreover, the dogs came and licked his sores. And it came to pass, and it came to pass that the beggar died and was carried by the angels into Abraham's bosom. Praise God. John chapter 11. John chapter 11. Now a certain man was sick named Lazarus. I know you guys have been sleep deprived this week, but have, are you paying attention right now? I just said something that was should have caught your attention. Bump your neighbor and say, "This is not the same Lazarus." Okay, just making sure you're awake.
4: Someone say, "Certain."
5: Someone say, "Lazarus of Bethany, the town of Mary and his sister Martha." Verse number 3, Therefore his sister sent unto him, unto Jesus, saying, Lord, behold, he whom thou lovest is sick. I know you're standing, so skip down to verse 43. And then he thus had spoken, and when he had thus had spoken, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. And he that was dead, And he that was dead came forth bound hand and foot with grave clothes. And his face was bound about with a napkin. And Jesus saith unto them, Loose him and let him go. You young people going to help me preach tonight? I want to lift... I want to lift a parenthetical statement that I skipped in verse number 2 on purpose. I want to lift this for a text. Verse number 2, it was that Mary, someone say that Mary, which anointed the Lord with ointment and wiped his feet with her hair, whose brother Lazarus was sick. I want to preach... On this last night of Camp West. If the Holy Ghost will help me, I want to send you home charged up, on fire. <laughs> Hallelujah. I want you to go home and I want you to make a difference in your local church, in your local assembly. And I'm going to, if the Holy Ghost will help me, I'm going to give you something to help you do just that. I want to preach tonight for just a few moments from this thought, the lifeblood of Lazarus. The lifeblood of Lazarus. If you would, young people, clap your hands one more time and give God praise in this house. Come on, lift your voice and give God praise. No, no, we're going to try that again. I, I thought, I, I was mistaken. I thought maybe this was just a more uh, subdued, quiet bunch. But Brother Bradford and I made a walk through the boys' dormitories last night, and I found, I found out this is not a subdued, quiet bunch. Hey. I don't know about roasting each other tonight, but I think we ought to join up and roast the devil. Anybody want to help me roast the devil tonight? Any of you young ladies, you got a voice. Let me hear it. Come on, let me hear that voice. Praise God, you can be seated. Thank you for standing. If you live long at all, everybody in this house, before it's all said and done, will have lived with a Lazarus. Life, whether you're serving God, Or not, the Bible says that life it falls on the just and the the unjust. Everybody at one time or another is going to deal with a Lazarus. A situation, a circumstance, it may come in the form of a person a relationship, an impasse, a wall, or an adversary. Everybody, including you young people, some of you brought a Lazarus with you to this camp this week. A sick situation, something in your life, something in your church, something in your family that is lacking, something that is lame, Something that is languishing. Something in your life that needs liberty. Everybody at one time or another will deal with a Lazarus. An unfortunate situation where something is fading. Something is failing. A diagnosis, an unanswered prayer. I know you may be a little too young for this but everybody at one time or another will deal with a Lazarus in your finance, in your finances, in friendships, in fellowship. Everybody is going to have situations in life. I would like tonight to take the next few moments to explain this to you. While everybody will deal with a Lazarus in their life, not everybody's Lazarus will live. Let me say that again. While everybody will deal with a Lazarus in their life, not everybody's Lazarus will be resurrected. Hallelujah. While everybody deals with situations and circumstances and hardships and headaches and oppression, while everybody in this place at one time or another will be accosted by adversaries. Come on, everybody in this place will be under an attack at one time or another. Everybody will deal with Lazarus's. But you hear me loud and clear, not everybody's Lazarus will live. My assignment on this last night of Camp West is to leave you with a nugget of insight. Hopefully the anointing of the Holy Ghost will come down and enlighten you and you will receive this revelation and take off from this camp and go make a difference in your world and in your church and in your family. I want to know, is there any young people here tonight that are interested in being a catalyst for change? hallelujah let me just take a minute come on let me take just a minute and go right back to where i was last night god didn't call you to just be somebody that warms up a pew you're not just another number on sunday morning when they're counting heads come on you're a catalyst for change you are powerful you are dynamic you are mighty you're a world changer Hallelujah. I don't care if you're going home to a youth group of four people. You hear this preacher right now with my shoulders squared and no hesitation in my voice. Come on. Four may be all you have, but you can go home from this meeting tonight and turn that four into eight. And that eight can turn into 16. And that 16 can turn into thirty. Hallelujah, it is my job, it is my assignment tonight to tell you that every one of you has a voice and I want you to hear me tonight, it is not insignificant. I don't know what your raising was like. Maybe you were raised in the church, maybe you weren't. I don't know what kind of inferiority complexes you deal with. I'm not sure the level of your insecurities but I want every young person in this house to hear me. You have the power in your voice to bring Jericho walls down you have the power in your voice to tear down the kingdoms of hell make some racket right now Hallelujah, you can take that voice, come on, and I don't care how dead, I don't care how dead you may feel like that it is at home. You may have young people that are dropping like flies and backsliding all around you, but young person, you can take that voice that you have in your body and you can go home and heat up the prayer room. You can go home and heat up the altar. You can go home and make a difference in the worship service, somebody shout yes. We have the story of two certain men. If God will help me, I would like tonight to give you a, a plausible I feel a strong possibility of what made a difference in one Lazarus' life that another Lazarus did not have the luxury of having. Both of these men had the right name. Lazarus, his name means one whom God helps. But in the end of these two stories, Lazarus, in our first text in Luke chapter 16, he dies and he does not live again. Both of these men were named Lazarus, one whom God helps. But the Lazarus in Luke 16 dies While the Lazarus in John chapter number 11 lives on after death as a testimony of the resurrection power of God. Young people, I don't know about you, but if there is a nugget here and I'm going to deal with Lazaruses in my life, I'd much rather have a John chapter number 11 Lazarus than a Luke chapter 16 Lazarus. Both of these men, the Bible says, were certain men. But Lazarus in Luke chapter 16, though he is a certain man and though he has the right name, he dies and he is never resurrected. Both of these men are sick. Both of these men are fading in their health in these stories until the fading of health leads, until it leads unto death. But John chapter number 11 records one of the greatest miracles in the New Testament. After Lazarus had been in the grave, come on, four days, ladies and gentlemen, at the sound of the voice of Jesus, Lazarus got up. Hallelujah. Come on, Lazarus got up. I don't know any other way than to fly into the windshield of your life and just give you truth here tonight. There are some dead situations. I'm preaching to some young people here tonight. Maybe a mother has backslid. Maybe something's going on in your local church. Maybe something's going on in your personal life and the smell of death is running rampant in your life. I want to leave you with a word of hope. God can use you as an agent of resurrection. God can use you. So Luke chapter number 16. Lazarus, this Lazarus dies. He's laid to rest and the story is over. But Lazarus in John chapter number 11, and I'm closer to being finished than you even realize, so get on board right now. He lives, and he not only lives, but he lives to testify of the power of Jesus Christ. And so I start looking for some kind of answer. John chapter number 11 Lazarus lives. Luke chapter 16, Luke, Luke chapter 16, Lazarus, dies and never lives again. Is there an agent for change? Is there some kind of thread in John chapter number 11 that was not in Luke chapter 16? Young people, I found something that I wanna share with you before you pack up your bags and you go home. It is the power of that parenthetical statement in verse number two. John chapter number 11, there was a certain man by the name of Lazarus that was sick. And we know that he was sick unto death. But the difference between Luke 16, Lazarus, and John chapter number 11, Lazarus, is the parenthetical statement in verse number two. It was, it was that Mary which anointed the Lord with ointment. See, Lazarus had two sisters, Mary and Martha. Oh you're not going to help me here tonight. Come on some of you that know where I'm going with this. Get on this. Get on board with this preacher and help me right now. Hallelujah. Lazarus. Brother Wilmoth and Luke 16 didn't have any siblings that the scripture makes us aware of. Hallelujah. But John chapter number 11, Lazarus has two siblings. And young people, their names are Mary and Martha. But the first point I want to make, come on, is this. It wasn't just any Mary. It was that Mary. Come on now. It was Fat Mary. Come on, what have we been doing the last three nights? We've been trying to get you young people in a position where you're not just any youth group, but you're that youth group. You're not just any young person, but you're that young person. Hallelujah, hallelujah. If I have done anything this week, I hope I have stirred in you a holy discontentment to to be a part of the parade of predictability. I don't want to do what everybody else is doing. I want to be that Mary. I want to be that young lady. I want to be that, come on, man. I want to be that young man. Come on, has my preaching, has it helped you? Come on, I want to be used to God. I want to be set apart. I want to be different. Now, are you guys ready? Are you ready for why it was that, Mary? Lazarus is sick. Are you ready to respond to the word of God? Lazarus is sick, but Lazarus has two sisters, and they're Mary and Martha, that Mary. The parenthetical statement in verse number two is it was that Mary which anointed the Lord with ointment and wiped, ikalamahashatayalamahaya, and wiped his feet with her hair. Watch this, whose brother Lazarus, was sick. It was all about what was connected to Lazarus. It was all about what was hooked up to Lazarus. The hope of Lazarus. Come on, the lifeblood, the lifeline to Lazarus. In another gospel. Come on, thank you that you've come up here, but it's important that you get this. In another gospel, this act of worship was so great that the writer noted that Jesus said, Be told, let this be told as a memorial from this day forward. It was one of the greatest single acts of worship that we have record of. Listen to me, young people. The lifeblood of Lazarus, the lifeline to Lazarus, is worship. Anytime Lazarus, come on, anytime Lazarus is connected to a worshiper, anything can happen. Hallelujah. So I'm going to take the rest of my time to get that point point across. In my redundancy, forgive me. I'm going to preach it until you understand it. Anything connected to a worshiper, come on. There's a possibility of a resurrection. Anything hooked up to a worshiper. Hallelujah. Young people, listen to me. I don't care how dead it is. I don't care how bad it is. I don't care how much confusion is there. If it's hooked up to a worshiper, a resurrection is possible. Come on. A resurrection is possible. If Lazarus is connected to a worshiper, hallelujah that Lazarus situation in your life the lifeblood of that Lazarus is worship I want you to hear me loud and clear your life depends on it come on if you're going to learn to be anything in life be a worshiper if you're going to if you're going to pursue being anything in life be a worshiper come on if you're going to practice anything in life come on I'm going to leave it all out here this last night practice Worship, practice worship. Your life depends on it. It's the lifeblood of Lazarus, anything connected to a worshiper. I submit to you tonight what I feel is a very legitimate point. But the difference maker in the life of two these two Lazaruses is the Lazarus in John chapter number 11 was connected to a worshiper. It was fat Mary. I don't care what's going on in your family. You hear Brother Marks right now. I don't care what kind of unrest that you have to go to. I'm talking to some of you right now that dread like a dark cloud. Come on, I'm going to preach in the Holy Ghost before I go back to Louisiana for revival. That dark cloud of hopelessness Has begin to settle. Come on, over the top of you. Is this okay? some of you today some of you today laid on the bed in your dorm and said can we just stay at camp I just wish I could stay at camp could we just stay at camp just a couple of more days why there's been some rest and reprieve you're not wanting to go back into that dark world that you came out of but I'm telling you how you can change it you can change it by leaving here a worshiper I'm going to worship life i'm gonna worship life back into my youth group i'm gonna worship life back into my family i'm gonna worship life you young people listen to me right now I believe in prayer come on I believe in prayer you've heard it this week I believe in fasting I believe in sacrifice but the lifeblood of the church is worship the lifeblood of the church is worship I want you to hear me worship still shakes the jailhouse at midnight worship still rocks the jailhouse at midnight worship still brings Jericho Walls down you know where you're at you laid on your bed this afternoon I don't want it to end dread dread has begun to set in You have hung on to every, every, you have hung on to every, every moment of this meeting because it's been a much needed escape. But Thursday evening means one thing to you. You gotta go back into a Lazarus situation. Something is languishing. Come on, I'm preaching to a young person. Your parents are having marriage problems. Come on, I'm prophesying right now. Maybe nobody knows it but you. But you've been awakened in the night as of late. Your parents screaming and hollering at one another. The D word is being thrown around. You feel helpless and hopeless. You feel like everything that you've loved and everything you've leaned on is coming unravel before your very eyes. And the devil wants you to believe there's nothing you can do to stop it. It's gonna die. Lazarus is gonna die. You can't do anything about it. I'm gonna destroy your family. I'm gonna destroy your church. I'm gonna destroy your life. I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take your ministry away. I'm gonna take your purpose away. I'm saying no. I am saying no. The lifeblood, the lifeblood to that Lazarus is worship. You gotta open your mouth and be a worshiper. You gotta open your mouth and make a noise. You gotta open your mouth and shout. You gotta learn to cry out. You gotta learn to dance. You gotta learn to leap. a resurrection in the work anything's possible when you put a worshiper in the equation I don't know what to do brother Marks I don't know where to go I don't know how to go I don't know how to face this I'm going to be honest and say, the preaching's been good this week and I feel like I've been equipped with a lot of good things, but I don't know where to go. I don't know how to take the first step. I'm going to be honest. I don't know how to take the first step from this camp. I'm giving you the instructions right now. It doesn't matter what's going on in your life. It doesn't matter what's waiting on you at home. You've got to make up in your mind. I came here quiet. I came here passive. I'm almost done. You better get on board right now. I came here intimidated, but I'm going home bold. I'm going home loud. I'm going home a worshiper. Hallelujah some of you came here you listen to me i'm prophesying to you some of you 12 and 13 and 14 year olds came here and you came here feeling like you're too young to make a difference i hope something's happening in your spirit don't wait on the 18 year olds in your church make up in your mind i got a voice and i'm gonna leave here loud i'm gonna leave here loud i'm gonna leave here roaring I'm going to leave here roaring. I came intimidated. I'm leaving a worshiper. looked at some of you this week. I don't know what's going on in your life, but I've looked and I've seen fear. I've looked at some of you and it's like fear has actually, it's actually like it's moved in and it has paralyzed I'm telling you as a 38-year-old man, you're not going to understand your way through hardly anything in life. Am I telling the truth? Look at me. You're not going to understand your way through anything in life. There is very few things that I got through, that I got through them because I understood my way through them. You're not gonna reason your way through very many things in life. I hope to God you're listening to me right now because I know what they say about this generation. You're not gonna fact your way through very many things in life. Let me tell you, Analytics, it's not good enough, come on, to get you through the Lazarus places in life. You're not going to analytically think your way through anything. You hear what I'm telling you? But if you will take this word from the Lord, I stand as a testimony and a witness. You can worship your way through anything. You can worship your way through everything. You can worship your way over anything. I want you to turn, young lady, I want you to find one more, left. young lady, take her by the hands and look her right in the eyes. Young man, it's a little more manly. Put your hand up on his shoulder, but you find another young man, look him right in the eyes. Come on, look him in the eyeballs. Here's what I want you to tell him. You are not a nobody. You got more preaching in you than that. Thank you. Tell them like you believe it. Tell them you're not a nobody. Tell them you're a somebody. Come on, tell them you're a somebody. Now, you got to mean this when you say it because something's about to blow up in here. We're almost done. Tell them, tell them there's a resurrection in you tell him you've got the power to resurrect something. You've got, come on, tell him like you believe it. You've got a power. You've got power to resurrect stuff. Oh my God, the devil's shaking in his boots. He, he's scared to death. What's gonna happen on Sunday morning in your church? What's gonna happen Sunday night in your church? Oh my God, it's gonna be a bad day for the devil come Sunday in your city. It's gonna be a bad day for the devil come Sunday in your city. Bible said that David danced with all of his might. I've watched some of you, I don't know if it's peer pressure. I don't know what it is. Worry about what somebody's going to say, think, or look. What you're going to look like when you worship. But let me show you what is not to resurrect Lazarus. Yeah. It's disrespectful to try to talk in tongues and chew gum at the same time. about the lifeblood of Lazarus. You're not gonna resurrect Lazarus in your church, in your life, in your family if you go home and you do what I've seen some of you do in this meeting. Do you see? Do you see what she's wearing? I wouldn't be caught dead outside of the house in that. Does he think that matches? Where did he get that hairdo from? Hey, Bo, what are we going to do after church? What are we going to eat? Come on, I think I'll have two of those churros tonight. I think I'll double up on them hamburgers. That's not going to resurrect Lazarus. That's not going to get him up. so many of you from getting a miracle this week right now you listen some of you have watched that dirty old rag like a dog watching a bone can we take a vote right now do we have to use this tonight can we take a vote do we have do we really do we have to really Do we really need to know when church is over? Come on, do we really need to be standing? I can't wait to get to the volleyball. I can't wait to get to the concession stand. No, it's I can't wait. I can't wait for somebody to get the Holy Ghost. I can't wait for somebody to be healed. I can't wait for somebody to get a breakthrough. Hey. If some of you keep your eyes on Jesus as well as you've kept your eyes on this rag this week, Going to resurrect Lazarus, but this will. This will get him up. This will get him going. This will raise him up. You're not getting the point still, so I'm going to throw it at you. We're worried about what time church is going to be over. Come on, people need the Holy Ghost. People need a breakthrough. Listen to what I'm telling you. We have become so polished. We have become so polished. We people listen to me I I hate professional Pentecostalism I hate it I don't believe that we got to be a bunch of ignorant inbreds across the tracks I'm thankful that we've tightened up a little bit in some areas But we're, let me tell you, you can't have polished professional Pentecost and have power at the same time that's gonna resurrect Lazarus. (laughs) See, I know what some of you said. You think I can't preach anything but conviction anymore. You think all I'm interested in doing is people piling up in the altar and crying. Come on, you better leave tonight and understand this white boy still believes that dancing in a Pentecostal church is in order. Shouting and running and rolling hairdo already get over your hairdo already get over your tie already it's time to get Lazarus up I need some young men that will make up in your mind it's time to get Lazarus up get your coat off loosen your tie up Well, well, we have become so educated. I'm not against education. Don't let anybody leave here, miss. i I'm not taking shots. My wife will tell you, I am trying to apply myself to improve this old redneck every day that I live. I don't want to be an idiot. I don't want to sound like an idiot. I don't want to butcher the king's English. But what you learn in biology, you can stand there all dignified. You can't have dignity and have deity at the same time. What are we doing? We're afraid we're afraid we're going to offend guests. So we're not going to talk in tongues on Sunday morning because we got too many guests there. What are you talking about? Those guests have Lazarus and they're dead. And the only way we're going to get them up, you better learn to, you better learn to talk in tongues. think our church has got to where our church has got by being so polished that we don't get out of the pew anymore? I wish you'd go home and turn the pews over. If you break them, send me the bill. I'll pay for it. Go home and shout the walls down. Go home and kick holes in the sheep rock. Tell you how we used to could tell if we had good Sunday night church, how many black streaks were on the pink carpet in the corners. What do you mean in the corners? I'm talking about guys that were running so fast that when they turned the corner in the church, old Bobby Dilday, the black parts of his, the bottoms of his shoes would leave black marks on the carpet. Come on, you need to go home, you little pretty old church. Come on, you need to go home and put some black marks on the carpet. You need to go home and use that thing. You didn't build that to be Baptist. You didn't build that building to be Presbyterian. Go home and be Pentecostal. Go home and be Pentecostal. Go home and be Pentecostal. baby come on I got more in the tank I'm going to go to you bust out of your little shell I'm going to go to you get rid of your pride pride will never raise Lazarus pride will never raise Lazarus Pentecost is going to raise Lazarus and Pentecost looks like this Pentecost looks like this man, just one there's only 52 weeks in a year if I went to a different church every week that's only 52 churches that I'd make it to in a year's time, as much as I'd like to preach in every church that's invited me, and places I've been, as much as I'd like to go back, it may never happen but it's not me there preaching that you need. There's 34. They said there's 34 local churches here. There's not, there's not 34 Cody Marks. I'm sorry, I look big enough to split it 34 ways. But there's not 34 of me to go home with all of you. But I'm looking at the answer right here. Here's the answer right here. Here's the answer right here. You got the same Holy Ghost I got. You just gotta, you gotta get the you gotta get the pride knocked out of you. You gotta get the shyness and the intimidation knocked. So what's happened? I'm done. So what's happened? I guarantee you. It would blow your mind. It would blow your mind if you knew the percentages of young people or youth groups in this building that it's flipped the wrong way. What do you mean by that? It's flipped in that if you worship, there's this new culture And if you worship, you're the one that looks funny. Am I telling the truth? There's a culture that has slipped in and taken a hold of your youth group that if you get out and you do something fanatical, you're the one that's talked about. You're the one that's looked at as a freak or an idiot. I don't care. It's bothering It's bothering people right now in this building. Come on, that my shirt's untucked. And that, what's wrong with us? What's wrong with us? Brother Wilson, we will, We used to couldn't let the babies crawl around on the floor because we were scared that they'd get run over or swallow a bobby pit. Oh go ahead, go ahead. And so I've already found you. I've watched the weirdos. One of the greatest compliments somebody ever paid me, Brother Frost, they called me a freak. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'd rather be a freak than be dead. I'm preaching to some of you that are 16 years old. Come on. And you can't think about anything but driving and going on your first date. And you've never been drunk in the Holy Ghost. What's wrong with us? So you know what we got to do here tonight? We've got to change the culture. And listen, something's got to happen in this meeting that the one that is stoic, the one that's going to fold their little arms, I've seen you this week. Come on, it's not cool to act like this. This is not cool, church. Let me tell you, I don't care what you think is cool. Come on, I'm going to be Pentecostal. I'm going to be apostolic. So we're going to change the culture. I better have some youth pastors that are with me right now. Youth pastors, you better be leading them. You better be putting it in your kids. Come on. Come on. There's nothing more important than worship. There's nothing more important than worship. There's nothing more important than worship. So we're going to flip, we're going to change the culture. And we're going to go home this weekend, and all the cool cats and all the sister suaves, they're the ones, they're the ones that are going to look like the idiots. I'm tired of you being peer pressured. I'm tired of you being bullied into this culture that worship is not cool. Worship is cool. Dancing in the spirit is cool. Dancing in the spirit is cool. young people listen to me be careful what you've what you become to classify as cool i could care less i don't care if you can afford it I don't care what kind of bag's hanging on your arm. As long as the arm that's holding the bag knows how to put the bag down and go like this. Hey, if you can afford it, I don't care what kind of shoes you wear. I ain't ashamed to tell you. I hope to God, I got a pair of Bally's on from Switzerland. I hope to God I never have to wear another brand other than Bally. I didn't buy them. Somebody else bought them for me. They're expensive shoes. I don't care what kind of shoes you buy. If you can afford to have them, just buy whatever your little heart desires. Just make sure those Gucci's know how to dance in the Holy Ghost. Uh, I'm feeling my Wheaties tonight. I don't care what kind of suit you got on. I don't care what kind of dress you got on. I don't care how much you paid for it. Your daddy spoiled you rotten. I could care that's the name brand as long as it's godly and it's pleasing to God. But it better have some shout in it. It better have some shout in it. You better be able to move him. If it's too tight to dance in, it's too tight. And that goes for you boys too. If it's too expensive to have a Holy Ghost fit in, you better take it and trade it in for something that you can get sweat and wet because this is what's going to resurrect Lazarus. Louis Vuitton is not going to resurrect Lazarus. Gucci's not going to resurrect Lazarus. These guys got these Ferragamo belt buckles. I hate to break it to half of them, but half of you guys got them things that are not even real, they're fake. Brother Marks, you're against Ferragamo belt buckles, no. I'm not gonna pay $500 for something that I can't see, look down there and see yet. When I get slim and trim and slick like this guy and I can see it, when I lose this gun and I can see that $500 belt buckle, I'll buy me one and I'll put it on. But I'm gonna tell you something about that Ferragamo belt buckle. It better hold them pants up good because them pants, if you're gonna resurrect Lazarus, them pants better know what shouting's about. Them pants better know what dancing's about. His brother, his brother B.J. Wilmoth, is he in the house? Is he in here? Is he babysitting? Let me tell you something. You young people better hope to God that your last name is a long ways from W. Huh? two good legs what are you saying all little excuses why you don't worship hey brother Wilma's getting a little age on him He's got gray in his hair, but it's still the brother Wilmoth that I remember as a 14 year old boy, preaching youth camp on an Oklahoma campground. He's still shouting, he's got that old gimp leg, but he's still dancing, he's still kicking. Are you ready to flip the culture? Are you ready? Are you ready to go home to Bakersfield and flip the culture? You go. I'm done. I'm going to count to three. They're coming to this music. We're going to bring Jericho walls down. I want you to listen. I want you to tell your neighbor, give me. They're already dragging them out of here like pulpwood. Go ahead. Tell your neighbor, give me a little room. Come on, sis. Just can't stop praising your name. Oldie but a goodie. Tell your neighbor, give me some room. <laughs> Tell them, say, give me some room. How many parents back there is going to help me? We're going to put life back into Lazarus tonight. We're going to put life back into Lazarus tonight. Hey, when I get to three, if you're if you're here and you want to change the culture, I want you to go somewhere you've never been in worship. I want you to do something you've never done. I want you to close your eyes. It's taken everything in me to get it to this point. I don't have thirty more minutes to cheerlead you. I'm going to give you a countdown. I want you to close your eyes and forget about the rest of the world around you. Forget about what you're wearing, what your hair is going to look like. When I get to three, I want you to give everything you've got in worship. Are you ready? Close your eyes. No looking around. One. Two. Are you ready? Three. Go. Go. Go.
1: Go, go, go!
5: Dance in the spirit, dance in the spirit, dance in the spirit. Push up, push it,
1: push it, push it, push it.
5: Do something you've never done before. Do something you've never done before. Go, go, go. It's the lifeblood of Lazarus. It's the lifeblood of Lazarus. Go go. Go!
1: Go. Go. Go.
5: Go. go, 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 go. There's a resurrection place. There's a resurrection place. Come on, right here. Let's go. Right here. Let's go. Let's do something radical. Let's do something radical. your way out of your shoes it's the lifeblood of lazarus it's the lifeblood of lazarus Lazarus.